Hello, and welcome back to the I Need a Break podcast. I'm your host, Olivia, and this week I'm not in my normal setup for my podcast. I am not in the journalism school podcast studio. I'm actually in my room. Um, I am full-on sprawled out on my bed and maybe I should be podcasting like this in the future um but yeah today I didn't get to record in the podcast studio which is totally fine I'm more than capable of doing it because I'm passionate about it but um needless to say I am in my room in excruciating pain I don't know if I hurt myself doing yoga the other day or what, but my shoulder has been so, so painful recently. Like, it literally feels like someone with the boniest knuckles is just digging their fist into my shoulder. And, like, I've been, like, wincing and, like, oh taking deep breaths all day I don't know what's going on but um that's where I am right now also (laughs) PMS so today's podcast could definitely go a multitude of ways I look forward to it but today's podcast might be a little shorter because again I'm in a little bit more of a comfortable setting and I kind of didn't really want to or have time to prepare and structure things but I just wanted to answer a couple questions that I've gotten from listeners and people um mainly about therapy because I mean duh I talk about that a lot and I wanted to answer a couple of them but before I do that I just wanted to thank all the people who <laughs> reached out to me in that last episode. It was it was a vulnerable one, you know what I mean? It was election week. Um, the emotions and the energy was high. And, you know, I want this space to be a place where people can feel open and vulnerable and comfortable. And... It's so funny how, like, different age groups perceive vulnerability. Like, and it, it's a beautiful thing. Like, some people reached out and were like, are you okay? Is anything going on? Which is, I mean, exactly what I expressed in the podcast. And it means they were listening and receiving the message, which is great. And it also meant a lot to hear from younger listeners when they reached out and they were like, this podcast is exactly what I needed with everything going on right now. I appreciate this so much. And I just wanted to say that that's the reason why I do this. That's why I wanted to start this. Like, it doesn't take an, a, a village of people to come praise. It takes one person to say, hey, this really helped me. And it it makes my world go round. It makes me so happy and makes me feel like I'm on the path that I should be. So any sort of interaction is so, I I will take it. I love hearing from people. I say this in every episode. But yeah, 
that's kind of what I wanted to primarily get off of my chest before I continued forward. So let's see the first question I got. Like I said, these questions are primarily about therapy. So the first question I got was, how did you get into contact and what propelled me to get into therapy? So I got in contact through university counseling service, but I know as an RA, they have UCS in the dorms and there's two embedded therapists and they're wonderful. But for me, things were a little bit more extreme and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that here. But what I did was I talked to my hall coordinator, Abby, at the time and I told her I was seeking something a little more, um, a little more, you know, long-term she connected me with someone in UCS and she was able to help me get insurance coverage and connect to sources in Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, Coralville, and sort of find the right fit for me. And I highly recommend that. I, um, I recommend that with anyone trying out therapy. It's important not to just settle ever not just in therapy but in life <laughs> that's sort of my motto maybe i should get it tattooed on my body that's a joke <laughs> but um it's okay to shop around that's primarily what i want to say it's okay to find what works for you and that's another question that i'll say again but okay what propelled me to get into therapy um, that's a good question that I wish I knew the answer to, honestly. There's just a lot of common themes and common dynamics that I gravitated toward. And there was a lot of past trauma with peers and that I wasn't fully healed from. I had a pretty bad experience. I, I come from a small town, and when you live in a small town, your business is everybody else's business. I, I want to do another episode on this, actually. But I feel like living in a small town is trauma in and of itself because your business seems to be everybody else's business, and you have you ever heard the expression those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones well when you live in a small town everyone lives in a glass house and everyone is throwing stones and especially when you're a teenage girl growing up it's hard and um i i realize that a lot of my uh trauma and a lot of my Oh, how do I want to put it? A lot of my um, experiences and my anxiety and my sadness, depression, resentment, all of that stuff is sort of balled up in this unacknowledged part of me that I haven't really put out into the world because... Like I said, when you live in a small town, you feel like you're not allowed 
any space to be because it's hard. It, it really is hard. And like, I think I'm growing out of that now. Um, and it's weird that I'm like 22 and still <laughs> fully uh, trying to cope with it. And also, you know, there's trauma from a lot of other things as well. But primarily the amount of trust issues and things that stemmed from that were still eating at me years and years after and you get tired of holding on to it you get tired of that impacting your relationships romantically and your peer relationships and your dynamics with your parents so yeah that's sort of what propelled me I hope that was an answer I guess the answer is anxiety and sadness overwhelming fear of judgment um and sort of wanting to break out of those bad patterns and habits okay let's see the next question and actually the last one <laughs> i don't want to seem like i got tons and tons of questions how do you know if a therapist is working? Well, to be honest, it's crazy to f when you figure this kind of stuff out. Um, it, and I only know what works for me. Like I said, it's really important to shop around and figure out what therapist or what type of therapy works for you because... Like, some people need a therapist who's more nurturing and supportive. And then there's therapy that's a little more calls you out on your BS and all of that stuff. You know, it, it really depends. But um, it didn't really impact me in the way that I thought it was going to, if that makes sense. Because going into it, I, I like I said, I point fingers. And we always want to point fingers at parents, which, I mean, obviously there are a lot of parental dynamics that impact us, no doubt. But through therapy, I realized why I was truly there and my true fears and anxieties were from other experiences. Like I said, I think it changes you in ways that you didn't think it was going to. I was going into therapy thinking that I'm going to learn how to set boundaries with my parents and say no and all like blah, 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 be more self-defensive, which I mean, to a degree, yeah, you learn how to be more graceful with yourself and acknowledge and hear your needs. Like I kind of said in the previous episode, do I need yoga? Do I need to go on a walk outside? Do I need to just lay down and have a glass of water? Do I need to talk to someone? All that stuff. You learn like who you are and what you need. But the biggest change that I think I have had is with the grace that I have toward myself and how that is sort of becoming a domino effect in my relationships with the people around me, primarily my parents. And this could also be uh, age, you know, I'm older, I'm more 
mature and understanding of what your parents were going through at the time because I don't even I don't know what it's like to be a parent who am I to judge you know but I feel so much more satisfied in the dynamics with my family the dynamics with my friends and the dynamics even with myself you know like I don't mind getting to know who I am and getting to fully love myself like I said I'm okay with being open and vulnerable and maybe crying in front of people (laughs) if I'm upset or acknowledging that like what someone did upset me and hurt me and I may not be I'm never going to be the type to be direct and like intense in someone's face about it I'm I've never been that kind of way actually I'm kind of more of like I want to give myself space to feel before I let anything else happen. And I think that therapy has taught me how to do that. That was kind of a long-winded answer, but nevertheless, we're here. But anyway, today's podcast was actually very relieving and comforting for me. I'm very grateful that people even have questions for me. I I love it. I love interaction. We don't get enough of it today. I'm sick and tired of just hearing on Zoom. Directly reach out to me, please. (laughs) Um, I love hearing you. I love, well, that's weird. I love hearing from you. And again, if you want to reach out to me on my social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My handles on Twitter and Instagram are at the Live Williams. I hope you all, it's 11-11 today, actually, so I hope you all manifest the person that you wish to be. Spread light into this world and, you know, law of attraction and all that cool, bizarre crystals and plants and herbs stuff. (laughs) It's actually kind of cool. I'm rambling. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to I Need a Break and tune in next week.